best friends and introverts, welcome back to the You're So Quiet podcast, or welcome if you're joining us for the very first time. This is Space by an Introvert for Introverts. As always, I am your host, Chelsea Brown. This week, we are talking about the ick. If you don't know what the ick is, the ick is this feeling that you get in a romantic relationship or a friendship of like someone does something and it just disgusts you, gives you the ick. So I asked on Instagram, at You're So Quiet Pod, if you're not following, I asked what your biggest icks are and I'm gonna share some of my own. Before we get into that, we are going to do our customary mental health check. So check in with yourself. How are you doing? Like really, how are you doing? And you're gonna rate how you're doing, how you're really doing from one to five, one being horrible, five being amazing. And just remind yourself that it's not a competition. You're not trying to do better or worse than anyone. You're trying to build a habit of checking in with yourself and listening to how you're actually feeling. So for me, I'm like like a three. I, there's like a whole bunch of stuff happening in my life currently. If you've listened for the past, I think it was the last two weeks maybe, uh, my identity has been stolen. So someone is using my social security number to work, which is not amazing for me. And what's even more frustrating is that every government entity I call tells me to call somebody else. So I'll call the IRS and they're like, oh, call the social security office. And they're like, oh, call TurboTax. And they're like, oh, call the IRS. And it's just very frustrating. So I'm still, you know, I'm working on it. It's working with the government, so (laughs) it's very, very slow. But honestly, I'm pretty hopeful that it's actually nothing and it was just the IRS sending me a letter and telling me that this might have happened, but maybe nothing actually did. You know what I mean? So I'm going to hope for that. In other news, the alternator on one of my vehicles caught on fire. So that was amazing. We like drove to get some food. We came home, put the car in the garage. And the room that we eat in is like right inside, like there's the garage outside, you go through one door and that's the room we eat in, okay? And I'm like, I'm eating my food and I'm like, do you smell something? Like smells weird, like burning plastic or something. And he's like, yeah, I do smell something, my husband. So we open the door to the garage and it's just white with smoke. And I'm like, oh crap. So he opens the garage door and he's rolling the car out. Obviously we don't turn it on because that would have been horrible. Rolls the car out of the garage so if it does burst into flames, um, it won't burn our house down. So he's doing that. I run to go get a fire extinguisher just in case, right? So he put the car in neutral, rolled it out, and it's in the driveway. I come running with the fire extinguisher and he opens the hood and like smoke is just billowing out and you can clearly see where the smoke is coming from and it's coming from the alternator and I don't see any flames so technically I guess it did not burst into flames or catch on fire but there was a lot of smoke like it was about to be a blaze you know what I mean so I'm like sitting there at the ready I'm reading (laughs) the directions on the fire extinguisher like okay pull the pin stand six feet away and pull the thing you can do this luckily there was no actual fire damage which is great. It completely melted the alternator. It is fused shut. And I'm actually asking our mechanic to give it to me because I just want to see it. And I think it'd be a cool project to kind of take it apart. And, you know, me acting like I don't have enough crap to do on a daily basis. But I think it could be something, you know, to break it up. So anyway, that happened. (laughs) Not great. 
but we have a trusted shop nearby and they were able to get us in the same day, which is amazing. But it's just like one more thing <laughs> that I have to deal with. And it's like one more thing that I'm just like, okay, neat, you know? Also found out today that my house might have termites, which is cool. Um, hoping that that is false information. If I do have termites, we'll handle it. Like, it's not the end of the world. But it's just like, can we not? Can we not keep doing stuff like this? Like, it seems like whenever things happen, they all happen all at once. Like, I'll have a very boring couple years. And then I'll have three months where my identity is stolen, my car catches on fire, my house has termites. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, can we not? Can we not? So a lot of stuff happening, not all of it great, most of it bad, honestly. But I'm actually, I'm staying optimistic. I'm feeling, feeling okay. I'm not really working out like I should be. Like, let's be honest. We all know that exercise helps us feel better mentally. I'm just not doing it because I just don't have the energy for it. And that's okay. I think it's more important to listen to your body. And if your body's like, bruh, I don't want to move, then don't. Just read, watch TV, like do whatever it is that's going to make you feel better. And I've just been reading a lot. Which brings me to our next segment, which is our book, TV show, or movie of the week. And this week, my book that I'm going to talk about is The Color Purple by Alice Walker. I've never read this book. And it's like a classic. It's won a ton of awards. So I'm like, why have I never read this book before? Turns out it was banned in all public libraries in America from like the 80s to 2013. So after I graduated high school. So that's why I didn't read it. I'm reading The Color Purple. It is, it's intense. It is intense. If you've seen the movie, I think the movie was 1985. I've not seen the movie. I've heard that it's like that same intensity. But this is a book that focuses on being a black woman in the South. It focuses on homosexuality, on race issues, as well as domestic abuse, sexual abuse, etc. And it like jumps you in on the first page. First page of this book is sexual abuse. So you know immediately that like either this book is going to be too much for you or it's not. Like you can you can get a quick like litmus test right away. So it it is raw. It's intense. I'm not finished with it yet. I'm about two thirds of the way through. I love how it's written. It's written as the main character writing letters to God. I think that's a really cool way to write a book in a very personal way because when you pray or when you journal or whatever you do, it's often more personal than like what you would say to a friend. You know what I mean? So that for me is really working, but it's hard to read. Like, let's be perfectly clear. It's hard to read, but from a writer's perspective, it's very, very well written. And I feel like it should be on a must read before you die list if it's not already. So all that being said, let's jump into the topic of the week. And that is the ick. I will say just before we really jump in that I'm going to mark this episode as explicit just because I will be talking about some like sexual situations that listeners wrote into me and that I'm going to share as well and maybe that's not something that you want like little ears to hear so it's marked as explicit just be aware as I said before the ick is like when you get progressively more and more turned off by someone they gross you out they make you cringe that is the ick and for me i feel like i get the ick really easily like there are just little things that someone will do and i'm just like ugh, gross and like i'm off of them forever or at least a very long time 
this isn't doesn't have to be necessarily um, like romantic relationships, but oftentimes it is. One of my non-romantic relationships one is loud chewing. Horrific. Makes me want to vomit. I hate it. I hate it so much. Chew like a normal person. You do not have to fill your mouth so much that like you can't keep your mouth closed when you're chewing. That's disgusting to me disgusting my one of my brothers chews like this and it grosses me out every time every time never get used to it number two baby talk baby talk gotta go just when you're speaking to me normally and like in the bedroom I don't want it I don't want it I don't want it at all and someone else actually wrote in and said that when guys say saw we gross (laughs) goodbye just like, we're adults, you know what I mean? Like, don't don't speak to me like that. That's gross. And you're speaking to me like you would speak to a baby, but, like, you're trying to, like, you know, have sex with me. Like, I don't, I don't see, I don't see the logic. The logic does not exist. Another one for me that's really, really tough to come back from is clinginess. So when someone is too clingy, it really turns me off, for example. I dated someone who, like, we were friends for years, and then, like, we started talking differently to each other, um, more of in, like, a romantic capacity, and, like, we started dating, like, officially, exclusively dating. Seven days after we started dating, he told me he loved me, and I was like, I think we have to break up. (laughs) So, that was awkward, but to me, that's just... And, like, I understand that people move at different paces, and I think it was that, like, he was always with me, like, constantly, constantly with me. Every, like, between all the classes, he would walk me to and from my classes, even if we're on completely different sides of the building. And to me, I'm just, like, gross. I'm someone that really likes to have my own space. I'm very specific and particular about my own space. I don't like people in my like little square, you know what I mean? So when you're always right there, like right by the side of my face, I don't want it. It doesn't turn me on. It doesn't excite me. It's going to be a no for me. It's going to be a no. Conversely, (laughs) it also gives me the ick when someone has to be like coerced into liking me. And I'll tell you what I mean by this because I know I'm not wording it properly. Give you an example. So I dated this guy and he like never made a move. And for me, I'm like typically the aggressor in my relationships. Like first kiss, I'm the initiator. When we decide that we're going to be exclusive, it's me. I asked my husband to marry me. Like, you know, it's a very common theme for me. I'm good with it. Like, that's just my personality. It's fine. But with this particular guy, I just got like a vibe, you know, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm not gonna, not gonna do this. Like, I'm not gonna be the one to kiss you first. And, you know, maybe it was immature whatever. But I just got a vibe and I'm just like, let's see. So we are at like a football game or something and I see him off to the side talking to a group of my friends and they're like talking to him and then all look over at me like so obvious. Just like, okay, weird, but whatever. And then not five minutes later, he comes up to me and he tries to kiss me. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like what, (laughs) what is this? Like no preamble, not, hey, how are you? No no, nothing. Like, it was not even a moment. You know what I mean? So, I'm like, what is this? He's like, I'm just gonna kiss you. I'm like, but why though? Like, why now? He's like, oh, I was talking to your friends and they said I should. And that was the end of that relationship. 
<laughs> that was it. That was it. I, I hate that. I hate that so much. I don't want to feel like, like a charity case. You know what I mean? Like, I am fine being the initiator and the aggressor, like, 80% of the time. But I'm going to need you to give me 20% and not because someone else told you to or because, like, you feel bad or something. You know what I mean? So that for me was immediately a no-go. And honestly, it felt like he was pretending to like me. And I'm just like, if you don't like me, we don't have to be together. Like, it's not that serious. So yeah, anything like that, immediate ick. This is kind of similar to a listener submission. Now, if this were not an introvert podcast, I would demand that all future submissions must be a voice message because this listener left me a voice message uh, on Facebook and he told me this story and I, I just the way he told it, hilarious. I am committed to keeping everyone's business anonymous unless you specifically say that you want to be named or whatever. So I'm not going to play the voice recording, but I will do my best to do it justice. So the story goes kind of like this. He's dating this girl and they wanted to try something in the bedroom, okay? So they start getting going and like she's obviously not into the thing. She She's clearly not enjoying herself at all whatsoever. And he's like, you know what? Cool. No problem. We don't have to do this. I'm out. Like, I'm good. And then the very next day, she's like, hey, I want to try that thing again. And he's like, hold up. Uh, literally yesterday, you hated this, like hated it. Did not appear that you wanted to do this ever, ever, ever at all, ever. And yet the very next day, like not even enough time has passed for you to be able to determine that, like, you know what, maybe I just had a bad experience. Let's try it again. You know what I mean? So he's like, nah, nah, like I'm, <laughs> I'm good on this. You clearly didn't like it. But that like was a pattern in their relationship. And something that really gave him the ick was that she seemed to only want to do what he wanted to do, had no sense of independence. Another example that he gave was that like, he'd ask, what do you want to watch on TV? She said, whatever you want. What toppings do you want on your pizza? Whatever you want. And I'll tell you what, I I flat out do not care where we eat. Like, if we're going out, I, unless I have a taste for something, like, I'm just like, truly, whatever. If you have a taste for something, let's do it. But I I don't often have a taste for something. I'm like, you, you know what, whatever. But if we're getting pizza, I'm getting my own toppings. You know what I mean? Everyone is very specific about their pizza toppings. Some people like double pepperoni plus Italian sausage. To me, that's a nightmare. I will be in pain for the rest of the night and probably the next day. I get crazy heartburn now that I'm getting older. Horrible, by the way. Aging, don't recommend it. But I'll get pineapple on my pizza and I don't care if that's controversial. It's freaking delicious. Okay, I like pineapple, single pepperoni, not double pepperoni. I'll get like some green peppers. Maybe I'll get some black olives. I'll mix it up. But anybody who tells you, you know, whatever pizza toppings you want is lying to you. 100% lying to you. People are so specific about their pizza toppings. So the ick was having no sense of like personality or independence. And I feel that. I really do. And this kind of goes along with another one of mine, kind of, if I, if I, if I reach a little bit. 
So something that really just icks me is when someone only talks about themselves, right? So it's not that they have no sense of independence, but they're like borderline narcissistic. That just, it really icks me because I, I don't know, maybe this is just like trauma or something, probably. But I'm just like, you can't even ask, like, give me a courtesy question, like, how was your day before, like, going on a 25-page rant about, like, what's going on with you? I just don't appreciate it. And it really just makes me, just gives me that weird taste in the back of my throat. And I feel like the ick comes with the weird taste in the back of your throat. You're just like, ugh, this friendship, relationship, whatever, is not working. And I'm, I'm like, grossed out by this. Let's get into some more like PG ones because <laughs> I have a lot. And one that I see so much on my beloved reality TV shows is the dudes with the dress pants that are like six inches too short and no socks. Disgusting. Disgusting. If I ever saw my, he would never do this. He would never do this. First of all, he knows how much I hate it, how much it disgusts me. But he would never dress like this. This is not good. This is not good fashion, okay? If I ever saw him dress like this, I would roast him into oblivion, ask where the rest of his pants are, and then ask if there's, you know, any chance that he brought pants of the appropriate length. Uh, yeah, for me, this is a hard no. Hard no on the X scale. This is not something that is okay to me. And honestly, I think that this ick is because when I was in like seventh grade, I grew like a foot in seventh grade and all of my pants were too short and everything was like capris, but not short enough to be capris. You know what I mean? Like everyone knew it was high waters. So now I'm like gross that you are out here pretending that this is fashion and the no socks, the no socks with dress shoes. That, that's got to be a no for me. And if you're wearing the little, the, the tiny no-show socks with dress shoes, I don't know, man. I, that's That's got to be a no for me. One of my <laughs> male listeners, I actually had two question boxes for this. And the first one I asked, like, what's your biggest ick? And then I gave, like, an explanation of what an ick actually is. Because some of the answers I was getting were just, like, not what I was asking. So I clarified and then I posted another question box. This listener said chipped nail polish. And then on the second question box said, I repeat, chipped nail polish. Cracking up, hilarious, hilarious. But that's a really common one. Some men in particular really, really hate when a girl has chipped nail polish. And for me, it doesn't really bother me. Like, I'm just like, okay, well, like just take it off. Cause at some point, you just have like a little dot in the center of your finger and it looks like you slammed your hand in a door. But it's not, it's not that serious. It's not that serious. Another one that someone wrote in was holding their fork in a fist. And this for me is also a huge ick. Huge ick. It is not hard to hold a fork. It is not hard. It is not difficult. So why are you holding it like a cave person? And you just, I mean... The way you eat just looks so much more sophisticated if you're not shoveling into your mouth. Like, that's what it looks like. And that's a nick for me. That if I see someone eating like that, it's like, I will never be sexually attracted to that person or like 
attracted to them at all because i don't know if i could be friends with someone who eats like that without being like yo uh <laughs> that's not gonna work let me show you how to actually hold a fork and maybe someone would hate that i would do that and i would give them an ick and that's fine that's fine by me because maybe we're not compatible as friends or whatever another person said loud chewing someone said dressing gowns and i actually had to look up what the heck a dressing gown is and it's a robe like dressing gowns on men they said it's a robe. So I was like, first of all, love that I apparently have international listeners. Hello from America. Um, but also, <laughs> if you call it a dressing gown, of course you have a nick. If you call it a robe, a robe on a guy to me, don't care. But a dressing gown, if like that's how I grew up knowing what this thing was called, it would for sure be a nick. For sure. Okay, so <laughs> I have a couple a couple other spicier ones. Someone said the daddy mommy thing, like calling your significant other daddy or mommy. Um, major ick. Major ick for me. It goes back to the baby talk. Why are you speaking to me as if I'm your parent? Like, that's gross. And, and let's just be perfectly clear, right? I 100% have daddy issues, but I am not calling my husband daddy. That's disgusting. I don't want to have, ew, 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 you're gross. Major ick. Even thinking about it is just like, you know what I mean? Like I feel the, the vomit rising in my throat. Hate it so much. Please don't ever, ever, ever in life. I hate it. Another spicier one for me. <laughs> and this, I mean, I'll just say it. So... I was dating this guy and whenever we were like starting sexy time or whatever and we started touching each other, he touched me there and he would say the phrase, someone's wet. When I tell you that every time that phrase left his mouth, I immediately wanted to die. I think he probably saw it in an adult film at some point. And thought like, ooh, that's the good line. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> it's not a good line. It's disgusting. Made me feel disgusting. And I think that's why I hated it so much is because it, like I already have, you know, I have daddy issues, sexual trauma, like you name it, I got it, okay? So when you're like saying something like that to me, that's like, okay, so why are we kind of vilifying the fact that like my body is aroused you know what i mean like is this not what you want like i i hate i hated it hated it major ick ick 1000 if anyone ever says that to me again so help them because i over the past like 10 years i have found my voice as it were and things that i would just let go in the past uh are not being let go today I'm not into it, don't like it, maybe someone else likes it, whatever. And a final one from me before I get to my final listener submissions. I find it to be major ick territory when someone is majorly intoxicated. Let me tell you a story. So I was in college and I was going to a party with someone that I was dating. I had to work that day and I was working from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m., it's like, hey, I'll be there after. And they were starting at like four-ish. It was like a tailgate kind of situation, I think. I don't remember, but they were starting at four-ish and I was going to be there at like 8.30, 9 o'clock. So I get there after work and the person I'm dating is beyond 
intoxicated. I am told kind of in a whisper voice by the host of the party that he had taken multiple shots, had like a dozen total drinks. And mind you, this person is not like a big person. It's kind of a small person. I'm like, okay, great. So I'm, I'm like immediately in caretaker mode, which is not the mode I wanted to be in at this party. Didn't, didn't at all. But I'm just like, hey, let's get you some water, get you some food. Like, what can we find? And he's like, no, no, I just want to take one more shot, one more shot, and then I'll be done. And I'm in caretaker mode, but I'm no one's parent. You know what I mean? I'm not going to beg a grown adult to like, please don't take, no. I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. Like, do your thing. Like, you won't be mad at me? I'm like, that's not for me to say. Like, do your thing, okay? So he takes the shot. Literally two minutes later, he is vomiting on himself, on blankets of the host, he on the carpet, on the tile. Like, it is everywhere. And mind you, he is the only person at this party that's this intoxicated. And I have never felt such a strong ick. I'm all for having a drink. Every once in a while, drink with your friends, with dinner. But drinking to that level is not attractive to me at all. At all. So I had to, like, take him home and clean him up and lay him on his side to make sure he didn't aspirate his own puke. And major ick. Major ick. So that's a no for me. That's a hard, hard no for me. Let's get into my last listener submissions. You guys really came through for me on this. I love you all so much. I love when you participate. I love being able to kind of like do this with you. You know what I mean? It's fun for me. I like it. So last couple, only talk about themselves. I covered this. I hate it too. I hate it. It's disgusting. Okay, disgusting, maybe too too spicy, too spicy. Um, It just gives me the ick, you know, like why are you only talking? Am I here? It feels like I'm about to go into an existential crisis because I must not even exist in the world you are existing in, you know? And that's just ick for me. I don't like to be friends with people like that. I definitely don't like to date people like that. That's a hard no. And finally, someone said, makes her zodiac sign her whole personality. And like, we all know someone like this. It doesn't really ick me. I don't really care. I don't, I'm not really into Zodiac stuff per se. I think it's interesting, but I'm not like, ooh, I'm a Sagittarius. So like, this is what my personality is. I actually don't really relate to Sagittarius personality types, but we all know someone who's like, ooh, it's Aquarius season and I'm an Aquarius. So I'm this way. I'm like, girl, are you though? <laughs> are you? So listener, I completely get where you're coming from. I can totally see why that would be an ick. Before we wrap up, I do just want to specify that I'm not trying to call anybody out. If you wear super short dress pants, like you do your thing. You know what I mean? Just because it's like an ick for me doesn't mean it's an ick for everyone. And I'm certain that I probably do things that are an ick for you. Constantly icking myself. Do you? Okay. I don't know if you've ever edited audio before, but the sound, the mouth sounds that I have to edit out disgust me, ick me about myself. All I'm saying is that this is not meant to be a personal attack. We're just talking about icks. We all have different things that are just like not good for us in a relationship. And I was actually reading about the ick as like an entity or a concept. And some people believe that the ick isn't necessarily like, oh, they wear dress pants, so ick. 
or like anything they said or anything they did, but it's just like you're picking up on, you know what, we're probably not compatible. And then you start latching on to the annoying things or the gross things or whatever that they do. So don't take it personally. It's lighthearted. We're all laughing here. It's all in good fun. I'm having a good time. We're all having a good time. It's not personal. It's not that deep. Okay? I love you all. Don't forget that I love you. If you like what you hear and you want to hear more, please consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify for the You're So Quiet podcast and for me. I would love it if you did that. It really, really does help kind of get the word out about this podcast and get more listeners so we can grow our little introvert family. And don't worry, I will not make you actually talk to anyone besides like the little question boxes on occasion. Don't worry, I got you. To participate in episodes like this one and stay up to date with future episodes, follow the podcast on Instagram at You're So Quiet Pod. Y-O-U-R-E, So Quiet Pod. That's all for now. Okay, love you. Bye.